um, packing herbs and doing all that stuff, and we're doing very well. The um, annual Hoodoo Heritage Festival, which has been held in May for a number of years, um, is this year going to be held in April. And it will be held off the site of Lucky Mojo, which has happened before. Um, There are those of us old enough to remember when it was even held in the town of Alameda, California. Now, this time it's a little closer to home. It's in Santa Rosa, California. And we are teaming up with the Santa Rosa Mystic Fair, which is a big once-a-year psychic fair, mystic fair. You know, there are about 60 vendors, and they sell all types of magical and mystical and spiritual supplies, not just for hoodoo. There are readers. There are um, crystal gazers. There are uh, people who sell fabulously embroidered T-shirts. Whatever it is, it's, it's a psychic fair. It's a mystic fair. There are a lot of people with books. There are a lot of people with uh, gemstones and crystals of a magical sort. And it's both pagan-friendly and hoodoo-friendly. And um, we have decided to team up with them and have the Hoodoo Heritage Festival in the same building, but in a separate room, from them at the same weekend. And uh, one of the reasons we're doing this, and I did mention this, I think, a a while back, we had some big wildfires here in the Santa Rosa area, about one-fifth of the um, houses in Santa Rosa were burned, and people are all distraught, and they have no place to live. People are renting. They're in tents. Even people, I know still people in this weather who are living in tents right now. Mm. And um, people have moved away. And the Mystic Fair was supposed to have been held in October, and that's when the fire broke out. And they could not get into the venue because it's the Veterans Building, and it was used for evacuation of refugees from the fire, of which there were... Um, tens of thousands of people. And um, the rebuilding is, you know, slowly going to start in spring. Nobody wants to start rebuilding. They're still clearing off um, properties that, you know, just are down to the ash and the and the dead trees. It's really horrifying. I mean, it's they lost basically the whole northern side of Santa Rosa, which is a very large city. And um, we are sort of standing in solidarity with them. The Mystic Fair did not happen because of that in October, and they were given the date in April by the Veterans Building and uh, on the premise that it would be cleared out and there'd be no more fires by then and everything would be cool. So we have that date, April 14th and 15th, and um, some of the money uh, from the, um, the that's coming in will be used for the... Um, help of the general fund that's being uh, it's a, uh, a credit union is is started this fund which is a you know no fee fund where people can get money to help rebuild if they need help and we will be contributing to that and so we have um everything kind of lined up april 14th and 15th you can buy your tickets now the tickets are on sale at hoodooheritagefestival.com and um, we are also doing something different this year. We've done it in the past, but we're going back to sort of a mixed thing. You can buy a day pass for one day or two days, and if you buy them now, you'll get the early bird special and you'll get a discount. You can also, because it's going to be held at the Mystic uh, Fair, Santa Rosa Mystic Fair, we're also encouraging people who are basically day trippers to the Mystic Fair to come in and take the workshops, maybe get an introduction to hoodoo, maybe learn a little bit about folk magic. And so tickets will also be sold at the door for each workshop for $25 each. And um, you all know us, if you've been to our festivals before, 
that $25 basic door fee per workshop, you get back about $10 worth of stuff, goods, books, mm-hmm. oils, powders, bath crystals, stones, whatever it is. You'll get flyers. You'll get all kinds of things. So um, if $25 uh, per workshop seems high to you. You're living in the wrong century, um, yeah. but <laughs> especially since our goodie bags are are known uh, throughout the nation. Mm-hmm. Well, there we give a goodie bag with every workshop, and you will get all kinds of goodies. Trust me. There are five workshops a day. That is a total of ten different workshops. We do not double track or make you choose between workshops. We just put on ten workshops. And these are, generally speaking, hands-on workshops. In other words, you will be making, doing, having, and being in the presence of some of the best root workers around. Okay? So um, jump on over to Eventbrite and buy your tickets. Um and or you can get them at um, at hoodooheritagefestival.com, which will take you to Eventbrite to buy your tickets. And we look forward to seeing you. I know that tickets have already been sold, and um, we have literally no expectations this time because everything is kind of different because it's going mm-hmm. to be held in Santa Rosa. And those people say, "Oh, I want to come out and look at Lucky Mojo." You can come out and look at Lucky mm-hmm. Mojo because we'll be there. But um, at the same time. But if you want to see the um, a festival, you might want to make a three-day trip of it and spend one day at Lucky Mojo. We'd be happy to see you. Also, my apprenticeship will be uh, being taught before the the festival, and that is April 9th to 13th. And I do these apprenticeships every spring for my graduates of my class. And these are our hands-on training, um, and we'll be working on that. But um, this is going to be what's called week one. There are three of these weekly apprenticeships. And week one is on herbs and candles and uh, special washes and waters. And if you have taken my course or are thinking of signing up, uh, sign up now because um, you can graduate in three months, but you got to work fast um, in order to get that apprenticeship. The apprenticeship is completely free. And I have to say something here just off to one side. A lot of people have um, said, oh, my God, you know, Kat is you know, teaching all this stuff, and then she has these apprentices work for her and whatever. Um, my apprenticeships are free. There is no charge. Mm-hmm. And the reason is that it's a work trade um, situation, and you have to know that going in. I will be teaching you for five days, but you'll be working for me for two out of those five days while I lecture and teach and answer your questions, you'll be sitting there making products, bagging herbs or whatever. That's your payment to me, but there's no money that changes hands. And uh, the other three days, I'll, you, you just can sit around and bask in the glory of what I'm teaching you. Um, it is a hands-on experience, and um, it is a work trade in the old traditional uh, way, you know, apprenticeship methods. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have to say about that, but I wanted to get it all um, uh, cleared out. And um, I really hope to see some of you all for the new uh, Mystic Fair um, Hoodoo Heritage Festival team-up. It's going to be, it's like, a you know, the Batman-Superman team-up. You didn't expect that? No, it's even, <laughs> it's even better. It's like the Spider-Man-Doctor Strange team-up that you really never expected. <laughs> Um, and uh, and we we really look forward to seeing folks and have people come out and um, we have a lot of um, 
stuff scheduled, and I can just tell you that some of it is going to involve um, Miss Phoenix. She's going to be teaching Cashbox Conjure, and there's a book she's working on. Uh, John St. Germain is working on a book on lithomancy, how to uh, tell the future with stones and other cast mm. items that you cast down. Um, and um, we have uh, Miss Saida, who's hit book last year was Cursing and Crossing. She is working on and has finished, actually I'm editing and proofreading right now her next book and it is a doozy. And the name of it is Destroying Relationships. Oh. <laughs> I mean, is that it? There's something about Miss Aida, like she just goes right for the punch, you know what I mean? Yes, this book is called <laughs> Destroying Relationships. So it's a book on breakups <laughs> And hot-footing people out of town, getting people out of the job site, getting that side lover out of your husband's life, whatever it is, destroying relationships by Miss Aida. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on a book on mojo hands. And, um, boy, I'm under the gun as far as deadlines go. We'll just leave that as it is. So those are our four books. And those books will be given away free at the workshops. Of course, afterwards, they'll go on sale for $9 each. And you can buy them through the shop or through Amazon. But if you want them free, come to the workshops. That's mm-hmm. part of your $25 admission. You get a free book. Okay. I think I've said it all. Let me say hi to my very patient <laughs> A very loyal <laughs> co-host, Contraband Ali. Thank you for letting me talk so long. What's up with you, Contraband Ali? Uh, you know, no need to. I was very excited and, and listening to all that. Just hearing um, books alone and the stuff that's coming out is super exciting. And I just wanted to add also before I, I give an update on my own is that when you mentioned about the price for workshops, I can tell you it is a deal of the person who's been mm-hmm. to the workshops before myself and has been to multiple workshops around the country and even internationally. The prices, are, the price for the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Heritage Festival is absolutely is, is a steal. You, you're 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 getting more than your money's worth uh, for it. So that's super exciting. Um, can I, can I just wait? Thing, I just got to yes. sorry. Now I just got to say something because you you kind of said something here, and I do want to say this. The question is, why are we doing this? And it mm. is not mm-hmm. for profit. Yes. Um, and this is something that needs to be said. The Hoodoo Heritage Festival is is owned and operated by the Association mm-hmm. of Independent Spiritual Churches. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. it is a a done as a service to the community. Yes, the presenters are paid, um, and but not grandly, but they are paid. Mm-hmm. But um, the whole point of this is to transmit this knowledge to the next generation with yeah. as much grace and practical hands-on experience as we can do. It is a mission. It is a religious mission. Mm-hmm. Okay, just had to say that. <laughs> Educational and community building at the same time, super, super yes. important. That's right. So that's uh, exciting. Um, and not much to report on my end of things. You were right that we've had a little bit of a, a gray weather starting off 2018, um, enjoying the shutdown of our government mostly, uh, and oh, being yes. busy. <laughs> just just the, the people are here, but the government is not. Um, but otherwise been very, very busy uh, doing some political magic as, as the Order of St. Cyprian wrapped 
you know, vamps up its its work that it did in 2017 and goes into overdrive for 2018. Um, and then working for clients, I've done lots and lots of year readings. You know, as the as 2018 starts, people are interested in finding out how is their year going to look. Is it going to be as rough as 2017? And using a combination of astrology and uh, geomancy, which is kind of my go-to method for this type of, of work, been doing lots and lots of that. So it's been it's been actually a very rewarding past few weeks. Uh, telling people how their year is going to turn out and giving kind of consulting advice on, you know, money, this is the year to be investing in this and and starting businesses. So seeing people, uh, showing people the potential that they have and seeing them invest in that potential is super exciting and and rewarding. Wow. Well, um, I have to say that political magic is something um, that I am also involved in. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, this is a... A serious business. If anybody wants to uh, talk about this, you have to understand when you talk to Ali and me, you're talking to, would I say left of center? Would that be offensive to you, Ali? Oh, no, totally true. Okay. So mm-hmm. how about I can, con- I'm far left of center. Are you, how are you medium, medium left of center? No, I'm, like- I'm pretty, I'm pretty far left of center. I, I come from the old, Jewish socialist tradition. I grew up on the writings of Marx and and the works oh, of Bernie right, Sanders. Right. See, I never, I never want to offend, but like, so when we're talking about political magic, we're talking about <clears throat> how about extreme radical left of center, and we'll just leave it at that. Okay, we're going to let Susan speak for herself later, but right, and or and Papa Newt. I mean, he's out there in Nebraska. Who knows? But um, when we talk about political magic. We would love to coach and counsel anybody in political magic. You're going to need help, all of you, in the 2018 midterms. The midterms are coming, folks, and um, we need to get that stuff happening. We really do. There was a a considerable split among the left during the um, last presidential election because those bastards beat Bernie out of his legitimate nomination, and that left a lot of people going, well, F them. Right, of whom I was one, and um, so you know we got to make up. We got to make up for some lost ground, and um, and we're just going to go there. We're going to go there. We're going to do that. Um, <laughs> those bastards. <laughs> so um, so anyway, but but both Ali and I, and I know there are others in the Association of Independent Readers and Workers, you know, standing by, ready to help you light those candles and, um, mm-hmm. and get that stuff going and get those voters registered. Phew. All right. Now, <laughs> and this actually is a great lead into our actual topic, changing bad luck to good with, mm-hmm. with Susan Barnes. We've had some bad <laughs> political luck, Susan. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. And I was so happy to hear about the Mystic Fair and the uh, combining the festival with that because I think it's going to be a huge success. When I heard about it, I was thrilled and um like Conjurman Ali was saying earlier, what a bargain, because I've been to seminars. You know, I've been in this business almost 30 years, so I've been in seminars. Some are thousands of dollars. They don't give you anything. Uh, yeah. Some are hundreds of dollars, and the person doesn't know what they're talking about. And, of course, you won't get a refund. And here, mm-hmm. going to your class your apprenticeship is free. It's like a college course because we get to learn from you for half a day and then we work. Now, people 
this is just something I need to get off my chest. But I have had some people say, well, um, cat just makes people um, do the products that don't know what they're doing. Let me tell you something. I've been in this business, just like I said, over 30 years in the metaphysical field. I know what I'm doing. I may not know how to do a powder or something, but you're teaching me. But you're not teaching a beginner. I was with Gray mm-hmm. Wolf Townsend. He is not a beginner. I was with Miss mm-hmm. Tammy Lee, another mm-hmm. one who has been in the business years and years. Papa Newt, years and mm-hmm. years and years. So to say that is an insult to me mm-hmm. because I am making a product, and my mother showed me how to make different types of products, not hoodoo, but other products. So I am not a beginner. And you're mm-hmm. telling people... Uh, we are also blessing and praying over every single bottle of oil, every sachet, every incense, and we are watched mm-hmm. over by employees and by you. So anyone, you, you, you know, they're welcome to come to my face and tell me that, and I will just smack them down right then and there because you do not have <laughs> well, beginners doing, not knowing what they're doing and selling product for you. That is an untruth. And I will stand well, by that. Just to, just to say, I try to keep these radio shows timeless, but let's just say what Susan is referring to is dated to recent times. It's dated to Facebook, and um, we can let it pass. If you're listening to this show 17 years from now, you won't even know what, what she was talking about. Thank God, because they'll mm-hmm. be gone. <laughs> Yeah. Dried up and <laughs> but, blown away like chaff in the wind and chased by angels of the Lord. But anyway, let's get but your products topic. are fabulous, and I, I love <laughs> well, your thank products. Thank you. Um, thank you. I, I use them all the time. I give them away to clients. I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like you. I'm, I'm feel like if I'm generous, you know, it's going to help the client too. It'll help the person. And it makes them feel better to, about themselves, too. And that's what we're in this business for, as far as I'm concerned. Now, that's right. talking about the bad luck and the good luck situation, I think we've all come across people that are truly born under an, um, an unlucky star or maybe bad things do happen to them. And you don't know why. And my my suggestion is always when someone comes up to me with that as a client, you know, you do a divination. Has, have they been hexed, cursed? Is there a family curse? What's going on? Or were they abused as a child in this, you know, in this life? When, when they grew up, did their father or mother say bad and critical things to them? So then their brain has gotten into a pattern of critical negative thinking. So I want to know what's going on with this person. Now, Conjurement Ali is going to know this better than I do on how long it takes to make a habit. Is it 30 days or 21 days? I've forgotten. But if 21 you can, to 30 days, yeah, totally. Okay. So what I do with people like this is I try to get them to change their way of thinking first before I'm doing any kind of conjure on them. So you, you change the way the second they think is a negative thought, change it to a positive thought. Look in the mirror every day, tell yourself, oh, I'm the luckiest person in the world. And I do that all the time. And people tell me, gosh, Susan, you're so lucky. Well, there's another thing to that too, another caveat. The harder I work, the luckier I am. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so um, <laughs> people say, oh, well, 
they're so lucky or, you know, this happened overnight. Well, actually it didn't. I worked very hard, but along the way I learned a few tricks. Mm-hmm. Now, the tricks you can use in um, what we're talking about now, you can do uh, – I I have a lot of John the Conqueror root. And I know that's a masculine root, but, I you know, I like it. It feels good, mm-hmm. so I put that in my pocket. I use cinnamon. I put, excuse me, cinnamon in my coffee every single morning. I I just assume that I'm going to have good luck. Um, nutmeg is a good one. Now, I actually found a very good article by you, Miss Cat, and the Hoodoo um, Psychic one. It was seven common kitchen herbs that bring in money. Oh, yeah. And I also mm-hmm. use these for luck. And one was thyme, basil, ginger, cloves, um, allspice. And you said to put seven berries in your pocket, and you'll have good luck all day. I've done that, and that is true. Nutmeg, um, mm-hmm. I use that in my tea, cinnamon. And um, one that I love that you said recently, I think it was a few weeks ago maybe, pumpkin pie spice. Mm-hmm. That's a fabulous thing to use. I use that all the time. So when we do a divination, and if you've discovered that this person ha- has had a hex or a jinx, I want to know, is it familial or is it a new kind of thing? Because then you want to break that off of them. Mm-hmm. I also like to give the client homework. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they don't do their homework, but you give it to them anyway. I make it easy. Get the 13 herb bath, 13-day supply by the Lucky Mojo to remove jinxes. And I ask mm-hmm. that person to take the bath. Now, <clears throat> Because of my experience with clients, a lot of times they take them a few days and then they forget about it. So mm-hmm. I check up on them. I send them an email, hey, or I text, hey, how was your bath? How did, did you take your mm-hmm. bath this morning? How did it go? What did you say? Blah, blah, blah. So I ask them mm-hmm. questions. I'm the annoying teacher sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, when we get them uncrossed, then we want to cleanse the house. So you're cleansing it with pine. I love pine salt. That's just my favorite thing. I like Tibetan mm-hmm. ghost purging incense. I also mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. use a, a bee smoker, and I'll put cedar chips or pine chips in there, and it'll smoke up the whole house. But it's it's pretty good. It's good for getting out ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you get your home clean, then you start bringing in the luck. I'll put cinnamon under my uh, front. The, the doormat and the front door. I do money sigils. Sigils, I'm sorry. I never pronounced that word right. But then you start loading your house up with good luck, and that's what I do. And, of course, I've always got it in my shoes. I'm, you know, walking with cinnamon or, or silver dimes, things like that. I'm going to throw something in here, too. There is one thing that I learned a long time ago, that there is only one specific product that does all of this in one, and that is Van Van. Mm. And Van yeah. Van is yes. to change bad luck to good. So if yes. you want to do this on the cheap, and you really don't, you know, you've got, I, I don't have time to do, like, um, uh, all of this cleansing with 13 or bath and hyssop and rue and blah, 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 and then bring in all of these pumpkin pie spices, every single one of them, just start with Van Van. Mm-hmm. Van Van is the one thing mm-hmm. designed for that purpose. And it has a a corollary 
in a product called Chinese Wash. And Chinese Wash is more like mm. a van van mm-hmm. in a liquid soap, but it has always been called Chinese Wash. And if those two products don't fix it for you, you do need to get a divination, like Susan said. You mm-hmm. really do want mm-hmm. to find out, is this a curse? Is this a minor jinx? Is this just negativity? Are you living in the wrong house? Are you married to the wrong man? Um, or was it something <laughs> mundane? You know, your parents didn't respect you and you grew up with um, feelings of self-worthlessness uh, and you need some, you know, mm-hmm. therapeutic counseling. Whatever, the divination mm-hmm. will reveal mm-hmm. that. But Van Van is the go-to for me. Um, it will... Yeah. Literally, change, you know, just wash your house out with Chinese wash, wash yourself with Chinese wash or Van Van. Um, we mm-hmm. make an, and sell something called a floral wash special, which contains Chinese wash. And then you can select an oil and you can select a salt to make your floral washes with, like it could be Epsom salts, for instance, or kosher salt oh. or whatever. And that that's sold at a little discount because a lot of people do uh, want to change bad luck to good, starting with the floor they walk upon. And mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, the laundry that you do and then yourself. I mean, it's sort of a, a, a process. And don't be misled into thinking when we talk about cleansing, we're not talking about, you know, just standing there and waving a piece of mm-hmm. burnt sage in the air. Cleansing in hoodoo really does start with the floor, the floor wash. And that is important mm-hmm. to understand that, that you're going to actually be cleaning mm-hmm. up. And um, so, Ali, um, tell me some of your favorites for changing a bad luck to good. You know, you mentioned uh, Van Van, and I got to tell you that when when I was growing up, Van Van was our go-to for this type of work and for um, any type of work that involved needing to jump, to jump start. I was taught that Van Van is like a it's like a supercharge; it turns the wheels. So if the situation is headed in one direction, trying to turn it is like trying to turn a boat. It's slow moving. It involves a lot of effort. But Van Van is the one that goes whoop and turns it all around. It's why we anointed talismans with it. We almost always, one of the most common ways of starting our week off or our day off is that we would anoint our feet with Van Van. So for us, a feet, you mentioned starting with the floor. Well, in African-American hoodoo, the feet also are very important. So making a cross or anointing your foot uh, with Van Van oil was a very common way of starting uh, your day, whenever you woke up and when you put your shoes on to, to walk out the door, you put a little Van Van on there to make sure that you were headed in the right direction, you were empowered, you were strengthened, and your luck was turned towards a good. Um, I want to okay. talk a little briefly about... Yeah. Oh, can I just break in, in the chat room before sure. it scrolls away? I want to say there's a couple of things here. Um, a California sister asks, how do we work with clients who expect things to change immediately? We'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Lady yeah. Tron Paco said, what's the correct way of applying Van Van Oil or Bath? And Miss Michael said, can I use Henry's Grass Oil instead? So I'm going to answer these questions real quick. Mm. Henry Henry's yep. Grass Oil, um, which also is sometimes sold in the name of Hindu Grass Oil, um, mm-hmm. but they're the same thing is a simpler version of Van Van. It's just as good, just as traditional, and just as yeah. as Chinese washi, and it's fine. Um, as far as um, the correct way of applying Van Van oil or bath, 
um, well, you usually would um, put a little bit, you could float a little of the oil in the water. You could use the bath crystals and dissolve them in water. You would mm-hmm. use them as a scrub wash, or, you know, scrub the floor, mm-hmm. scrub yourself. You can throw a little, a few drops in the bath and bathe with it. Um, you can put Chinese wash in the bath. A lot of people say, well, it's called a floor wash. I don't want to put a floor wash in my bath. No, it's a liquid soap. So you can use it yeah. either way. It's all purpose, and you can bathe with Chinese wash. And the proper way, well, I don't know about proper, but let's just say there are some traditional ways, and one of the most traditional would be to recite the 23rd Psalm um, mm-hmm. or to just pray for my needs. You know, um, Lord, I've been having some hard times, and, and I, I hope for things to change. Lord, please open my roads and, and uh, send me some uh, good signs that I may walk forward in, uh, into a new era of happiness, prosperity, and good friendships. Whatever it is you need, you just say that and 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 you would just mm-hmm. ask that in Jesus' name, and there you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is uh, not proper, but that's traditional. And then um, the third one was, what do we do with clients who want help immediately? Well, that may be a subject for another radio show. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, the, the reality is but, that it's, everything takes time. You know, Even the yeah. fastest yes. working is going to take a little bit. I think Deacon Miller yes. once brilliantly put it to, to, to me. He was explaining it as a, as a method of talking to clients. And he said, and, uh, I tell clients it's put, like putting a pot of water on to boil. You put it on and you know mm-hmm. it's going to boil. It takes a little bit, but the <laughs> heat will eventually build the energy up. And if you keep lifting the pot to check on it, you're releasing all that heat. So it's a very good yeah. way uh, of explaining it. But uh, before we move on, I really wanted to talk about the nature of luck because if this is important to understand the really the kind of cosmology behind hoodoo. Um, when we talk about luck, luck is a, or being lucky is a state of being, right? It's a mm-hmm. state that is very similar or analogous to um, what in other places is called blessed, right? So you often hear the word I'm lucky or I'm blessed very commonly in, in African-American tradition, um, lucky referring more directly towards uh, blessed uh, taking some form of manifestation. I got money, I, got, I won the games, et cetera, et cetera whereas blessed is much more, uh, has a spiritual connotation. But they both are very similar to one another. And so you look at places in, in, in Africa, and you'll even hear the word on East African shores, for example, of baraka, the idea of, of, of God's blessing. And it's literally believed as something that diffuses or suffuses your body. Your entirety is suffused with some force that brings goodness into your life. And luck is viewed in the same way in hoodoo. It suffuses your entire being so that everything that you do is successful. And in luck, because it is a force and an energy, is deeply, deeply fluid. It's why it's one of the first things to get affected when you are jinxed, when you are crossed, or when someone does the thing against you. I was taught, for example, when, uh, whenever you do money working, to always add an element of protection because your money luck is the first thing to go when you've been jinxed mm-hmm. by somebody or something. Mm-hmm. So luck is a very fluid force. You're not trying to control it. You're not trying to mm-hmm. master it or dominate it. It's about suffusing your entire body with this kind of divine state of being blessed and lucky and therefore going about your life and achieving all that you want. So think of luck in that way as a force that suffuses your entire being. Okay. I got another question from the chat room, and I'm going to answer it real quick. Lady Tron Paco asks, um, when you do this kind of work changing bad luck to good, do you go bathe from the head down to the feet or from the feet up to the head? And the answer is both. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. Van 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 is omnidirectional. 
you can start with bathing uh, downward and put your arms across across your uh, chest, a left hand on your right shoulder, right hand on your left shoulder, make a cross across your hands, and then sweep them out and downward. Remove these conditions for me all the way down to the bottom soles of your feet, and then you can uh, anoint your feet with more Van Van or whatever kind of luck you want, money luck, love luck, whatever, and then draw upward and draw upward and you go up. But you can use Van Van both ways, down and yes. up. And then you say, now bring to me all that I desire and require and bring it speedily mm-hmm. and um, in a way that I will recognize it. That's always a good one. I always add that as a little idea. Bring it in a way that I will recognize it. Because mm-hmm. what good would be your, your brand-new husband that you're going to meet and love if if you don't recognize mm-hmm. him, right? So you bring bring me yeah. bring me that which I desire and require, and in a way that I will recognize it. Okay, and um, so these are some of the um, ideas. And I do want to emphasize what Ali said: money, luck is the canary in the coal mine. Yes. If, and um, and if, if you if your money starts to fall apart. Um, usually everything else is going to – it's just a domino effect. And so luck and, – and it's funny because this is different in African-American culture than it is in the Calvinistic anti-gambling yes. Uh, yes. societies. Um, and those who come to hoodoo from another culture may have to take a moment to, like, recalibrate. What did she just say? Mm-hmm. I said Calvinist. And the Calvinists are against um, gambling. And, and so many people grew up there that, well, gambling is bad. You know, it's bad, bad, bad. You shouldn't gamble. It's really bad. But gambling luck is a way of judging or testing your luck against the universe. If you can if you can um, win, I don't mean like win the lottery and win the mega million or whatever, mm-hmm. but if you if you have good luck generally, if everything's going your way, um, you'll find the love and the money and the jobs and all the other things will follow. But luck doesn't only mean money. Luck can also be those other little fortuitous mm-hmm. things. You know, um, the the person who you were thinking of call calling calls you. That's luck. Um, mm-hmm. What Carl Gustav, that Nazi Jung, called synchronicity. That's oh, I love that's when you call way him of, that. <laughs> you like it when I, I love speak it. dirty. <laughs> Anyway, so luck can be expressed in forms of synchronicity as well. And here's the end of our time. I'm so sorry. This could have gone on forever. But there are many ways to change bad luck to good. Now we're going to do some readings and hopefully change some of our clients' bad luck to good. So let's take <laughs> it away, Papa Newt. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour with your hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ali, and this week's special guest, Susan Barnes, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down-home conjure remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through blog, talk, radio, or via telephone by dialing 818 818- 394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the form, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, Pop and Newt, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller. And our first caller is calling from area code 828 in North Carolina. This is Heidi. Heidi, are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. And thank you for calling in. It looks like this is your first time calling in, so thank you for allowing us and trusting us with your situation. 
Definitely. <laughs> and let's see here. Now, you've, oh, and it's your first time calling in, too. But you have not gone to Ms. Conjumental Lee or any other readers or root workers on this situation. Is that correct? That is correct. Thank you. And Heidi writes, I'm getting ready to record a new album in New York next month and would like to know if it will be a success. Also, what can I do to increase my chances of success for this project? Turning back to you, Ms. Kat. Um, ma'am, Heidi, are you the Heidi yes. I know? I am the Heidi that you know. I love you, Heidi. Thank you for calling. Oh, I in. love you too. <laughs> I miss you, sweetheart. I want to oh, no, see you I'm again. Gonna see you. I'm going to see you in April. I just confirmed my plane tickets for the festival and the apprenticeship. So that's wonderful, uh, folks. I just have to say, we have here a lady who has. Can I give your full name, ma'am? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is Heidi Holton, the blues musician. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is Heidi Holton. Yes, yes, oh, sweetheart, so modest. I wanted to know if my album will be a success. And everything you do oh. turns to gold, and you know it. Um, <laughs> so, but but a lovely thing to call for a reading, and I will be glad to read for you. But I just got to tell you, people. Um, and oh, and I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to make a okay. prediction for Miss Heidi. Heidi, I predict that Memphis Mini is in your future. <laughs> I think that you're right. <laughs> We're friends on Facebook, and we've been talking about songs, and um, and we've been talking about uh, some of the stuff that she's doing, and she loves Memphis Mini just as much as I do. This is fun. I I love to read for my <laughs> friends, and and I'm I'm kind of giggly over this one. So let's look. And the question is, um, what will it be a success? Well. All right, number one, we'll just see. We'll do three-card cut on that, but I just happen to know that pretty much everything you do turns to gold. Um, oh, that warms my heart. Thank you. <laughs> uh, card number one is, um, can I just say something? I just got I, uh, Card number one is three of cups, but before I read that card, I get a lot of um, CDs sent to me by, you know, white people who do blues music and think I will love their work. Um, mm. I'm not going to name any names, but, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> blues they go, mm-hmm. oh, a cat loves old blue. You know, cat loves Frank Stokes, so I'm going to send her my Chicago bar band CD. You know, um, this happens all the time, and I'm very polite. I'm a very kind person, and you mm-hmm. gave me your music, and I thought, oh shoot, now I've got to listen to this thing and be nice to this gal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's happened <laughs> so many times. You know what I'm saying? I, and I. I'm very rigid in my thinking. I am autistic about my music. And, you know, like it has to be really something that just I have to go, oh, it fits in my worldview. I was blown away by your music. Heidi Holton oh, is for real. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're for thank real. Thank you. And um, so, so just to say, I'm I'm not I'm not um, goofing here or bull, bullshitting when I say I love your stuff. I really love your stuff, and um, and you're a, a a good musician. All right. So um, and um, <clears throat> so three of cups. Well, that's three women celebrating. They're celebrating the art of the dance, the art of the the toasted wine, the uh, the song. It's a celebration. I happen to know, and again, this is a little personal knowledge here. I would say, oh. 
this is a gathering of some women, but I happen to know that you also know Rory Block. And yes, I would she's not be my f- producer. <laughs> right. So we have Rory Block here too. I, I, I'm just saying this is too. This is a pushover reading because I know all what's going on here. Right. <laughs> right. But um, but there's three women. It's a celebration, and um, it's it's fantastic. The artistry is there. The technique is there. The knowledge. The cooperation. It's a wonderful card. The next card is an interesting card. It is the star. And this is a card of a woman who gives just for the sake of giving. She is naked. In other words, you almost can say she's given away her clothing. She pours water on little flowers to make them grow. And she pours um, water into a pool of water to make ripples. Over the head, there's stars. It's a big star with seven little stars around. And there's a bird in the background, and that bird is singing its song. And so we call this a card of um, communication, truth-telling, and giving. So although this is not a card of financial, you know, um, you know, you're not banking a whole lot of money with this card, you are going to reach a lot of people. And um, there's another thing here, too, about um, helping and teaching. The star always is about that, and it's about community outreach. It's a, it's a wonderful card, but it's not, and it's a card of success always, but it's not a card of the bankroll. Okay, just saying. That's okay. Just trying to be as yeah. <laughs> good as I can. You know, just hate to have to tell the truth here. And um, I, I mean, I play acoustic blues, so I'm not really expecting a ton of money. <laughs> yeah, acoustic blues, exactly. That's you know, like that's really you know, there's you know, but this is a good, very good card. And the third card is also an extremely um, good card, and it is called the world. Now here, this is a card of fame, and it's another naked oh. lady. So we have two naked ladies here. This one's got a little bit of a of a little lavender scarf gauzy thing wrapped around her, and she's got her two power rods in her hand and there are, she's in a a um a wreath of bay laurel leaves. She's got wisdom and knowledge and uh, and she has four um animals watching her earth air fire and water, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio and Aquarius. You will be seen. This card will be more this not card this card. This uh this album will be more of a breakout for you. You will be seen more. Wonderful. This is the one that will okay. that will be seen by the world. Again, not a huge money card, but there's there's going to be more recognition for this. This is going to really um have a much wider circulation. Um both cards in fact, if you look, all of these cards are women. There's three women in the first card, a woman, a goddessy woman, and then another goddessy woman. And then there are these four animals um, who are watching, but they're not active participants. This tells me something about bearing your own soul a little bit. Being naked is to you know, tell a little bit about who you are and yes. um, give, give a little bit of yourself here. Um, I find these cards, the, the card of the star... With has one big star, which is Venus, and then the seven sisters, the Pleiades. So it's again more female. There's a lot of female energy in these cards. Just saying, uh, if, if you know, Memphis Minnie probably is our third lady there or whatever. I mean, there is a, some. <laughs> there is some no, sort this of. No, um, this makes perfect sense. It does. Okay, good. I'm yes, glad it because, does. Because the name of my album is going to be called Why Mama Cries, and I'm going to be my original songs are oh. going to sort of tell tell stories of women from different points of view. Oh so my god! That absolutely, absolutely <laughs> makes sense. Well, wow. thank you, thank you for letting me know that I'm as good a psychic as I know I am. Why Mama Cries? That's a fantastic. <laughs> okay, so it, 
definitely all the aspects of female uh, nature are expressed in these cards. Okay, I'm going to turn this over to Susan, and um, this is uh, her turn now. She's going to read for you. Okay, thank you. Hi, 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 Heidi. (laughs) Hi. Um, Okay, hi. So this is really cool. The first card I got was the Chariot, which is one of my favorite cards, and um, what that means is a lot of travel, success, new beginnings. Um, you are going to be very, you're very, you're more determined this time. It feels like, and you're going to have a lot of triumph and success in the future. Um, it also means there's an important trip coming up, and it's long distance. Um, and also, I feel like a spirit is helping you. I don't know, but a spirit is traveling in to help you, a very big, giant spirit, to give you that push. Now, um, as far as your music goes and your voice, I see a spreading of it, like a spread of energy. So I agree with uh, Miss Cat and what she said, that you will get um, more, more exposure. So this is one of my best cards that I get, and that's the card that's present and it's coming up so you've got the next card was the two of cups which is an interesting card i like this card it can either mean um in love uh, readings it can mean it's a card of love that you're going to meet someone and um, it'll be a good relationship or it can also mean a good friendship a good partnership somebody who is um on board with you they're Whatever you say, they're, they're, they're going to be, oh, this is great, this is awesome, I love what you're saying. So it's a, your partnership with this person is um, a good one. It's not a tricky one. It's good, it's Wonderful. smooth, it's going to be a good contract. The third card I got was a star card, and I don't know if Miss um, Cat told, told you this or if anyone knows this, but most of my clients are rock stars, I have a lot of actors, and I have an actor who just landed a, a very well-known TV show. And out of all the people that I do that are famous, I always get the star card. And there was one really? guy who couldn't get mm-hmm. a, yes, he couldn't get a part, down and out, and um, he could barely afford a reading. And I had a good feeling about him. I said, no, you know, let's just do a reading. I got the star card. Boom, he's in a really big series. And I can't say who he is, but um, he's gonna be he's on his way up he's a young guy and everybody would know him but um, anyway i rarely get the star card but when i do it's usually when i'm working with my big time clients or my all my clients are big time clients but my clients that are in the entertainment industry uh the rock stars and the actors and i work with wow amazing actresses (laughs) yeah so so uh, this is this is interesting because we both lucky reading yeah, this is awesome. right, and we both got the star. This is amazing. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, so this is a fabulous reading. It's one of the best, most positive, amazing readings. Um, but it does look like you have, you know, in the past had to work for this, but the work is paying off, and it's going to pay off big time. And I'm even getting awesome. the chills on that. So yeah, you're doing oh my God, great, and it's great to meet you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Wow, this Thank is you. Yeah, and yeah, this is the kind of thing when we get readings like this where we get the same card and and I got to defer to Susan here. I was looking at the star as, you know, a teacher, a helper, a giving, blah blah blah. But she's got it right. The star. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So so let <laughs> it shine. That's so exciting. Yeah, let it shine. Yeah. Um 
Wow. All right. So um, we have really positive cards for you, and um, and I'm we don't. This is you know again people who come to this show, and if this is the first time you've ever listened to us do readings, this isn't how it always is, folks. I'm sure you've heard us <laughs> struggle um, through some readings that show tragedy, and we've struggled through some readings mm-hmm. that show complete blockage. But this is these, this is not that. This is so we are honest readers, and we're not trying to flatter you, baby. This is you got the good stuff here. All awesome. right, yeah. this is the reassurance <laughs> that I needed. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's turn this over to Conjurman Ali, and he's going to give you some root work. And, of course, you're a graduate of my course, and you've been to my apprenticeship, so um, Mm -hmm. Ali is going to give you something that's going to be right up your alley because you'll already know some of this work. Excellent. Thanks, Kat. Um, Yeah, Heidi, I wish you all the luck with this and and hope that you have a wonderful and successful career. So I'm going to give you some root work that I use with my clients Um, I'm over here in Southern California, so I deal with a lot of Hollywood cases. And the two go-to for me has always been a mojo bag and a honey mixture that I recommend to clients. And it works wonders, specifically those that want to get into either the entertainment industry or for music. Now, you can do this working if you're uh, trained in Ms. Cast's course, you know a little bit about hoodoo, you know about the power of the crossroads, and you know about the power of invoking the black man of the crossroads, particularly since you uh, do, uh, you know, blues music, which is right up the alley of this particular type of work. Mm -hmm. So that's something to consider, going out to the crossroads and Mm -hmm. doing this work under the aegis of the black man of the crossroads, who is, in many ways, a sort of patron spirit of musicians, grant skills and abilities and fame. Since you already have the skill, you would be asking for the fame portion of it or the success portion of it when you go out to view or or work with him. So reread that bit uh, of the course. Consider doing that type of work uh, if you want to. If not, you can do this without going to the crossroads as well. Um, But I would recommend assembling the mojo bag at the very least at the crossroads. So what you want to do in this mojo bag, this mojo bag is a combination of luck and success and a little bit of charisma. I do this um, for clients in order to make them successful, but also to make them uh, mesmerizing. Successful people Mm. in the entertainment industries have charisma. You could be the most skilled musician in the world, but if you lack a sort of charisma, it won't capture people quite. And that that seems to be the that's just the nature of the entertainment industry as it is, right? So you want to you want people to really be drawn to you. You want people to be mesmerized and loving your work, and not just seeing your talent, but also seeing how amazing your talent is. So what you are going to do is you're going to assemble into this mojo bag five finger grass, so you have all that you ask for, and that you have skill in all five of your fingers. Deer's tongue that you are compelling and persuasive and that all listen to what you have to say. Bay leaf or laurel leaf for victory and success. A little bit of catnip in order to draw people to you and Mm -hmm. make them find you irresistible. Queen Elizabeth root to give you power to dominate and be strong as well as to have that feminine charm. A small lodestone grit that you fed a bit of magnetic sand to to make people be drawn to you, to be attracted to you. And uh, rose petals, a couple bit, a little bit of rose petals in there. Pray your prayer into it. Tie it up nice and tight with three knots. Feed it whiskey, but also feed it crown of success and bewitching oil. The combination of the two are great 
for anyone who's trying to get into the field of music or entertainment or anything. Crown of success in order to achieve what it is you want to do and bewitching to give you that enchanting quality. Music is, is considered to be one of the most magical of the uh, creative arts. Uh, there's whole, whole theories written by ancient philosophers about how music is tied to the very creation of the universe. So in bringing in that enchanting quality, that mesmerizing quality, that magical quality to your music is going to work very well. The two are very copacetic with one another. So that's your mojo bag, feeding it whiskey, feeding it crown of success, and feeding it bewitching. Now for your honey mixture, this is something that you're going to use once a week or as regularly as possible. You are going to write your prayer, whatever it is, may I be successful, may I make you know, should I hit plant platinum or gold or whatever it is you're trying to do? Write it out on a piece of paper. Fold this paper, place it at the bottom of a jar. Over this, put cinnamon and cloves. And you're going to cover this up with honey, okay? okay. Close this jar, ideally some type of mason jar, and put it in a double boiler just to warm it up very quickly just to soften it you're not going to heat it up you're not going to boil it you're not going to cook it you're just warming it up ever so slightly just so you can get that cinnamon and the cloves all extracted into a honey now you can keep the cinnamon cloves in there if you prefer or you can then pour or you can try to fish them out i generally don't i keep them in there and what you're going to okay. do is once a week Ideally, on a Sunday, you are going to take a spoonful of that honey and you are going to ingest it. You're going to eat it so that every word that you sing is like honey to the ears of others. You can do that it right before, right before you go into the recording studio. You can put a little bit of it in your tea. You can just take a spoonful, whatever you'd like, but it's to sweeten your mouth. It's to sweeten your tongue and to sweeten your voice. It also has the, the added effect that honey just happens to be really good for your throat. So use oh. the combination of the two, and that will give you the success that you're looking for or the boost in the right direction. Wonderful. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Of course. Let's see <laughs> if Ms. Kat and, um, uh, has anything to add to this. Well, I, I, have, I have nothing to add because all of that is good. The one other thing I would say, when it comes to whiskey, um, and, um, and this has to do with, you know, what brand of whiskey, I, I learned early that you can use different brands for different things. And if you're oh. going to mix whiskey with, uh, with the oils, and, of course, they will separate. You've got to shake them up. Um, and you're going to use Crown of Success oil, you might want to use Crown Royal whiskey. Mm. What a great just, idea. Mm. Just saying. And I could tell you a way to work it that's so simple. You want to get one of those little Crown Royal mini bottles, you know, the little mini bottles. And, mm -hmm. you you know, you can um, slug back a little bit or, or you know, offer it on, onto the ground as a libation. And then put your oil in there, in that bottle with the whiskey. Okay. Shake it up. Shake it up and you can use it. And that is a, a fabulous way. And, of course, he also ac recommended adding bewitching as well to make yourself charming. Well, we wish you all the luck, and I and I look forward to uh, checking up with you in Facebook and, and seeing you when you come out west to see us. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. All right. <laughs> We're going to turn this over to Papa Newt, and we're going to go on.
support for this programming is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com, and by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners, located online at readersandrootworkers.org, and by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of missionary independent spiritual churches, located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our next client. Our next client is calling in from area code 970 in Colorado. This is Cece. Cece, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's all good. It's great to have you as well. I see that you're actually, this is your first time calling in, so thank you for allowing us or entrusting us with your situation. But you have had a a reading with uh, Ms. Catter Contramentally on a different situation. Is that correct? Yes, I had a reading with Ms. Pat last December. Last December, thank you. All right, and let's see. And Cece writes, interested interested in what I can do to help my husband be successful in his career. He is a very talented, passionate man, but has never found his own wealth. He was born on the solstice. Turning back to you, Ms. Kat. All right. Hi, Cece. I've got a couple of questions before I turn this over uh, to be read. You said born on the solstice, and I have to ask, um, the winter solstice or the summer solstice? The winter solstice. Ah, okay, great. That makes it that that's different than the summer solstice. Okay. All right. Um, so um, let's see. You're going to get your reading with Contraman Ollie. Yes, I'm happy to do that reading for you. So you're just trying to find out why it is he hasn't uh, achieved his success or, or wealth, um, or if he will. What is what exactly is the question? If you can, which I want to see the direction. Mm-hmm. You have a bit of a um, opposite traditional marriage where I am the um, breadwinner and he has mm-hmm. been mostly a stay-at-home dad. Um, he has had small careers. He was a home inspector and a carpenter, uh, but most often he's at home with our son. Um, obviously, my son will grow up one day and, um, you know, success isn't only monetary, but what I would like to know is there are things um, – that I could be doing, or, or he had a, a less than desirable um, childhood, and maybe there's something that I need to be um, clearing from him so as we move forward in our life, he can obtain the the right desires and, and the right success. Yeah, okay. So we're looking at career success here um, in some ways, different from whatever that's defined as. Fantastic. So I've pulled, what I've done is I've uh, cast a geomantic chart, which I think is really useful for diagnosing. Uh, situations like this and telling us where which direction we need to go. Um, the very first house is the house of the question that you're uh, asking about uh, has Albus. And Albus is great. Albus tells us a little bit about um, what your intentions are. It uh, tells us that your intentions are good. Albus is a goblet. You have a wisdom and insight here. And, but you need a little bit of guidance in regards to where it's going. But because this question is about your husband, we have to actually turn the chart. So we look to the seventh house, which is the house of 
um, uh, partners or spouses or lovers or whatnot to see where he stands as a person. Uh, and when we look, we see uh, Cauda Draconis. This is the end of things. It means that there is a limitation here, and it's a limitation that comes from his past, that there is something in his past that creates a restriction. This is a person who is unable to see things fully through to their end or success. He's not very good at starting things. He may have, as you mentioned, uh, have very different jobs or careers, but there isn't a sort of end plan, end goal that he's been able to really manifest and develop. So he's thinking small. He hasn't quite thought big yet with the full-on details uh, of, of creating plan. Like some people you talk to, like, this is my five-year plan, this is my 10-year plan, this is my 15-year plan. And it may sound ludicrous, but for example, I know for me, I have a very clear detailed plan of what I want to be in a few years, mm-hmm. how my life looks in 10 years from now. Not quite the same with him. There is something that's holding him back, and it is tied very strongly to, to his past and his experiences, and it's keeping him in a sort of restricted place. Cauda Draconis is really the end of things. So it's not a good figure for him to start off with. So let's take a look at what his opportunities are um, moving forward. And so we'd have to actually count and turn the charge. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, which lands on the fourth house, acquisitio. Acquisitio means that he, he needs to focus first and foremost on wealth stability. So it's a different kind of approach. More often than not, we tell clients, find something you really love to do, go and do it, and money may follow. Go and do it and create a career out of that. For him, it's the opposite. For him, he needs to create a solid foundation of wealth stability. So he needs to find himself a job where he can feel like he is the provider, where things Mm -hmm. are, are change up, where he feels empowered to bring in the money. And that's going to play an important role in his emotional satisfaction, in his satisfaction with the way that his life is going, the satisfaction in the way that his future looks like, is literal physical material gain. So it's less here in this case about finding his dream and then making that into a success, which is more often not recommendation that we give. Here we have a very practical, straightforward, the geomantic chart says no. He needs to be focusing on creating stable form of wealth, something that is going to come in regularly, something that's going to turn the tables enough so that he feels like he's the provider, so that he feels empowered, so that it opens him up. So if you compare, for example, Cauda Draconis, which is the tail of a dragon, it's something that is closing down to Acquisitio. Acquisitio is a bag that is opening up. So it's about opening his opportunities up, and it's going to be focused very much on wealth stability. So he needs to start looking at jobs and careers where he knows that he can have a steady paycheck, that he has steady work, and that he's not going to be, his money is not going to fluctuate in any severe uh, way, that it's going to be very stable, and that that is going to be the basis upon which he can build a real uh, future on. Now, Acquisitio passes into the 12th house in his chart, which means that there are, I don't know if he's got any type of major debts or loans or anything like that, but he needs to be very mindful of the things that he's done in his past that he owes a debt towards. He needs to address whatever it is was part of his past that led him into that closed mindset that led him in this kind of place where his money is fluctuating. He needs to address that first and foremost. He needs to do some type of debt-forgiving work, Um, some type of root work that says, what was in my past, the state of lack and scarcity, I put that behind Mm -hmm. me. That state is no longer what I want to be in. I no longer want to be on unstable ground. He needs to do 
more than just a road opening work, something that puts him firmly on the ground. So he needs to be doing work with John the Conqueror Root, Master Root, Samson Snake Root, these really solid, solid roots that will create for him a foundation so that he can build towards something towards the future. Setting that past fully and firmly behind him. Looking at the uh, kind of the hidden factor here where, where he's going to draw in uh, unexpected wealth is the projection of points. The projection of points goes to his eighth house. So the eighth house is legacy. I don't know how close he is to his family members or, or in the past, but it's going to be work that someone in his family has done before him. So that's where he should start looking. If there's a trade, if there's a career or path that he that is associated with his past or that he knows familiarly from his family, that's something he should look at because that's going to bring in a windfall of of money. It's going to be a sort of inheritance, if you will. So that's what the geomantic chart reveals for us. This is about creating solid foundations and dealing with the kind of mentality of scarcity that really stems from his past experience, putting that fully into the past, creating a foundation to go forward using mastery, John the Conqueror, etc., and then finding a steady job gained, uh, focused on material gain on actually bringing in money because that's going to be where his emotional satisfaction comes from is when he feels like he's the provider or he's been able to earn. Because there's nothing wrong with having an un- unconventional family or a non-traditional family. Uh, but in most families, women are earning equal, if not more, to men. That's fantastic. But there's, his emotions are really tied up into this. So it's going to be really come down to how he deals with building his uh, self-image going forward is his ability to become a provider. So that's what the uh, geometric reading uh, has provided for us. We're going to turn this over to Susan Barnes, who's going to give you your next reading, and then Ms. Kat is going to give you some root work recommendations. That was a beautiful reading, Contraman Ali. Um, thank you. I think you. that was a fantastic reading. Excellent. I've never heard a reading that amazing before. Um, the first card that I got was the hermit. So I feel like he has been closed off, just like you said. Um, he's he's being a recluse. He's not going out. He's, um, you know, kind of stuck in his way, or he just doesn't want to mix. And then I got the king of rods upside down, reversed. Um, it's a married guy, and you're you're you really care about him. You're real good friends. Uh, you don't want him to be upset. But it's really got nothing to do with you. I just want you to know that. Um, he yep. does need to step more into his masculinity. And sometimes as women, we're caretakers and we want to cheerlead the guy when, in fact, this this might emasculate them at some point. And so we want to, um, you know, give them more of a... Um, Treat them more like they're a, the man, you know, they're the provider, that type of thing. And if he's having trouble finding out what he likes, I, I do see him building. Um, he's a very good at contra- contracting or building homes, but he's a little yes. shy and, and he's a very good at what he does, but he doesn't know how good he is, if that makes any sense. He's he's very precise yes, person. Very good, but a little bit shy, and I totally understand that personality because I used to be like that. Um, he does have dark thoughts sometimes, so um, I don't know if you want to get him into some sort of uh, 
uh, like he probably won't go because um, my husband won't either. But you know, like some kind of thing where there's men talking about, oh, you know, you know, this is my issue and this is my issue, that type of thing. Now, I also am picking up on the pendulum that he does have a poverty mentality, and I think Contraman and Ollie did bring that up yep. too. Um, yeah, that would well, be something. You were ta- while you were um, talking, I was neutralizing the poverty mentality because it was so high in him. So I do that with a pendulum. And so I've got it to where it's back down and I'm bringing his energy up because he has low energy. When someone has low energy, they get depressed. So I would get him outside. I would do manly things, you know, um, let's play basketball together. Let's play tennis. And, and I would really go with what Contraman Ali said, because that's, truly one of the best readings I've ever heard in my life. I you know, but good luck and I think I think it's gonna be okay if we can get him out of this poverty mentality and I'll continue to work on him anyway because I have clients that I just do that for you know, for free and as a blessing and uh continue to uh visualize him with favor all over him and good luck and that he'll be able and use the van vent. Uh Miss Michael had a very good thing one time. She uses foot powder. And maybe if you get, get some foot powders and use foot van van in his shoes, you don't have to tell him. And maybe that'll help too because uh, I love Miss Michael's little tricks. She has some excellent tricks. But that's that's what I have to say. And, and uh, God bless you and, and bless your husband because he's a good man. He has a good heart. Thank you, Susan. And, that's and my yes, and we are very happy. We that's kind of why I wanted to just see what we can do to keep pushing forward. Yeah, I do. All right. See well, him I'm going to give you. Though. I, yeah, yeah. There, there will be money coming in soon. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, so I'm Susan, going to I'm so going to jump in with some root work advice and um, and what I'm seeing here is a kind of a, a combination of possibly what we would call low tone. In other words, he might have a little bit of a mental holdback, or I'm not going to say maybe depressed, but, but there's something maybe low thyroid. Um, there's something um, low mm. tone about him. And um, there is it, this is what's causing him not to be a go-getter, a go-seeker. Um, because if he wasn't mm-hmm. going and seeking, he would be having because because you have said, and I I see that that he is talented and passionate, but the hermit card and some of these other things show that there's a poverty thinking, poverty mentality, possibly some events in the past of his life that have held him back. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very frank here. The first thing to do yep. is to remove all depressive um, influences, and those include alcohol mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. marijuana. And those, um, uh, just get them out, because those will hold a person back and put them into a kind of a pocket dimension where they're not interacting with our regular dimension. If those if those mm-hmm. are in his life, try to get them out. The next thing is let the sunlight in. You want to be, have lots of sunlight, sunshine. Susan said it. I mean, she mentioned some sports. Just walking, just walking uh, and hiking or whatever. You just have to go out and hike in the mountains or anything, but just walk around the block a few times. Walking will raise his serotonin, raise his energy level up. Now, I'm going to give you some ideas for uh, John the Conquer Root and Samson Snake Root were mentioned by Conjurman Ali, and those are fantastic roots uh, for uh, male power and strength, and another one would be Master Root. So, 
I would like you to get those three. You don't need a big giant master root, just a piece of master root will be enough. A John the Conqueror root and a Samson snake root. And I want you to take those three roots and make him um, a little mojo. Now, um, that's enough. You don't need more than that. Three items is a hand. I mean, that's it. That's all you need. And you want to um, put them together. You're going to pray over them. And uh, you could add some other roots, too, and you could add some other herbs for whatever little fine-tuning you want. But those three roots is enough. That makes a little root bag. And um, you can um, oil them a little bit or just oil the bag when you put them together or in a piece of cloth. You can use a square piece of cloth, put them in and tie it around the neck and make a little, like a little bag shape, you know, with little points coming out. It doesn't matter that if it's how it's put together, but you want to put those together in something. And as you pray over them, you're going to pray for him to have um, the, you know, the power that that he needs to work. He's going to have mastery or and skills, of course. And Samson's snake root is used for physical strength, and um, it's a, you know, like, you know, it's just what it is for. So those three things, and um, and courage. And I would use uh, to dress that bag. I would use some um, crucible of courage to get him going and some crown of success to get him getting the jobs, and some money drawing, because definitely money is part of the problem here, the poverty thinking. And so money drawing, crown of success, crucible of courage. You can dress each root with a separate one of these. If you know your work, you can figure out ways to do that, or you just dress the whole bag with the blend of the three of them. Take those same oils, but now I want you to take them in the form of powders, okay? Same three, and you're going to put those powders in his shoes as um as Susan mentioned, um, just you know, dust his, his shoes. Um, you can pray over his shoes. Let every step he takes, and get him out there walking, and let every step he takes lead him closer and closer to success. Let him have more courage, and let him, you know, uh, uh, get mon- bring in money to the house. And you can also uh, dress um, any of the coins or anything that he carries with those same things. Um, you want to. Um, put maybe some of this stuff into his um, personal um, uh, laundry. You can put the oils or you can put the um, bath crystals of the same three things. Just mix a little of them into the laundry and and call in um, as he wears these clothes. Let him be empowered for courage, uh, you know, crucible of courage, for courage, success, and money. Okay? And so you're going to basically run these three things parallel. You can take the oils and put them in shampoos or anything, you know, just to put them in. If, if the shampoo is in a bottle that is opaque, you won't see that you put the oil in and sort of stir it up and down with a chopstick. So those three things are your kind of your go-to. You need three roots and those three oils. I would um, certainly want to increase his his courage. Now, there's another way you could go with this, and that is power oil and the power roots and things like that. And that's a combination of ideas. But I'm looking at this from the standpoint is it's not just his personal power we need to increase. It's his money drawing ability because that's what Ollie said. So that's why I said money drawing rather than power is the third oil. Now you can also uh, order a blend of these oils and you can get a you know, four-ounce bottle by getting a blend and you save a whole bunch of money. Um, and if you want to find out about that, uh, we have a page called oilblends.html, uh, and it tells you how to blend your oils. But this is a classic case of somebody who needs uplift. And I'm going to say something else here about serotonin and sexuality, mm. and you're going to probably just have to bear with me for about 30 seconds. Um, the more sex you have with this man, the better he will do. Okay, that was it. That was my 30 seconds. Yep. 
We are right. getting much better at that. <laughs> Good. All right. So, so um, uh, Susan, do you have anything to add? Uh, well, I was going to bring up the sex thing, too. Um, and uh, <laughs> specifically, let's just start. Um, this is an adult show. Let's just uh, start with oral sex and then go from there, you know, because he may be uh, at a, a low tone to where he, he doesn't want to do the whole sex act first, but just surprise him with, hey, baby, how about lo- lollipop or something? And, you know, he'll be... Oh, Lord, he'll is, that like they talk in, is that how they talk in Oklahoma? Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as we said, yeah. it is an adult show, but he needs some, some of that. All right. Good luck with you, CC, and call back if you have some progress to report or some more problems that you need answers to. And we're going to turn this over to our next segment, our network schedule announcement brought to you by the inimitable Troll Towel Head. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6, Fit and Foxy, Madame Nadia and Jaya Danya, Wednesdays, 6 to 7, and The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for a free spell segment with Susan Barnes of susanbarnesauthor.com in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Take it away, Miss Susan. Thank you, Papa Newt. The free spell is called the Horseshoe Money Luck Spell. Uh, you're going to need one horseshoe. You can get it at the flea market. I get mine from the racetrack, and I usually ask the guys, you know, which is the lucky horse, and they'll give me a horseshoe. You get salt, a bowl of warm water, lemon, and you wash the horseshoe. Um, as you're cleansing it in the water gently, you're saying out loud, money and luck, come to me. Favor, 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 come to me in money and luck. Infuse this shoe with prosperity oil as you're doing it have the intent of prosperity and luck going into the shoe take it out of the water and then um, after that you are going to put it in a bowl now you're going to need the following money drying oil money drying sachet and I like lodestone incense with the bowl you fill it with sugar cinnamon alfalfa, money-drawing sachet, and my favorite, pumpkin pie spice. <laughs> Thanks to Miss Cat. Um, write a petition, put money sigils on the petition, you burn it, and then you place it inside of this bowl. Put your picture inside the bowl, anoint the horseshoe with money attraction oil, lucky mojo oil, any kind of lucky oil that you have. Light the incense, Smoke this horseshoe while seeing money and luck coming into your life. Place the horseshoe deep into the bowl and pray over it. Do this for seven days. As you're doing it, keep it active. Um, Use the incense. Uh, 
then I want you to take out the horseshoe, brush it off, put it on your front door. Some people put it up, some people put it down. Also sprinkle cinnamon under your doormat and write money, sigils, and chalk under the mat at each corner. I use white or green chalk, and that's the end of the spell. Wow. Wow. So I'm trying to catch up with you here. That's amazing, thorough work. Mm. Um, And um, we were talking, you were mentioning here money sigils. So let's just, because people are going to go, what does that mean? Um, So you're referring to books like um, the Key of Solomon or the um, Sixth and Seventh Books of Moses, which have sigils for money and treasure finding. Is that what what you're talking about? Or are you talking about the Gulf Rocks, sort of these Icelandic ones, or... I use I use all of the ones that I can. I use the uh, Solomon ones. I also use European ones for euros because I love euros. They're worth a lot of money. Mm. Um, I use um, any kind of foreign money. I get, I have those in little uh, uh, jars all over the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so sigils, I use sigils, uh, and I'm now I'm, I'm always mispronouncing that word, but. I use it from also uh, from Denmark, from Sweden, from Norway, mm-hmm. from Scandinavia. So I use different types. Ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, now and I also you. use gold coins. Go- yeah. Okay. So we've been asked in the um, chat room. Does it matter if the horseshoe points up or down? And you said it some do some way, some do the other. But I'm going to answer the question because it has been asked again. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 question of whether the horseshoe points up or down is a question of culture. Basically, if you are from um, North Africa, Southern Europe, the Mediterranean, usually the horseshoe would point down or even sideways. has no directionality, but mostly down. If you're from northern and particularly northwestern Europe, and the farther northwest you go, it'll be tending toward pointing up. And that would be mm-hmm. kind of reach its apex of belief in Ireland. And among the Irish, it's believed that the horseshoe must point up so that the luck will be captured as Mm -hmm. it falls down from heaven. And among the Sicilians, the horseshoe must point down so the luck will fall on you as it comes out of the horseshoe. So the question is, is it the horseshoe that's lucky or is the horseshoe a capturing of lucky uh, things? And that varies by culture. And we're not going to say one way or another because we're just going to let people have their own culture and do their own thing. Because, hey, we're intersectional. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll come on, you've got to laugh money, at that. I love that. Money, I was, uh, stay, I was so you couldn't hear me chuckle. And <laughs> money stay with me has, is important to use too. Mm-hmm. Because if you get a windfall from a casino like I have done, um, I've also spent that. So then I had to use money stay with me and then I saved the money. So it yeah. is a very good product. Money stay yeah. with me, so you don't go out and I, spending I'm gonna, it. I'm going to say something else about the Germans, too, by the way. The Germans are kind of on this interesting borderline. I collect old postcards and things about luck. I'm still going back to this chat room question about whether it should point up or down. Most of the material I have from Germany, old postcards from the you know 1890s through about 
World War I era. Most German ones and most postcards at that time were made in Germany. The horseshoe does point down, and it's usually tied with a ribbon. And it's often a mm-hmm. – the ribbon is part of the horseshoe thing. I mean, you know, it's not just nailed up. It's tied with a ribbon. So every culture does it differently. Um, I have collected old horseshoes from all around, uh, you know, the, the country, the, 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 the horse brasses from England, up, down, either which mm-hmm. way. Okay, so there mm-hmm. you go. Um, oh, and mm-hmm. the Mojo Murio, Curio Company, which is my husband in the chat room, said, um, excuse me, but he says, ribbon is the observable clitoris. That is true. In many horseshoe um, ornamentations, there the, there is attention paid to the clitoral point of the horseshoe. Yeah. The horseshoe yeah. points down. It is a vulva, a female genital. Mm. It does have a little clitoral point, and that ribbon is where that knot is, is the clitoral point, the little pleasure point of the horseshoe. Interesting. Yeah. I, I did not know that. Working. <laughs> I love this working because it's it's not only very thorough, but it also it's like you're collecting the luck almost with the sigils and the symbols. It's all kind of coming yeah. together and coalescing to bring in that luck. I like that. Yeah, there's another mm-hmm. thing you mentioned. Thank now you. you have this you have this bowl with all these pumpkin pie spices and everything, and you're going to dig the horseshoe yeah. out and put it, hang it up. What are you going to do with that leftover sugar? Oh, I just use sugar bowls for everything. Like if I have a if I'm having a argument with someone and I want to make up I'll use uh, I'll put our pictures in it so we can be friends again Um, Mm. I use sugar bowls for clients sugar bowls for um, the hairdresser so she'll like me give me a good haircut so that's what I use it for everything pretty much and I always always put cinnamon in it too because you never know you know you might get a discount yeah Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I love the idea that that horseshoe came from a racetrack too. That's a, that's real old time work, and I love that. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right, right up well, the street. <laughs> yeah, well, there you are. Uh, okay, so um, I'm going to just con- mention too that you can, if you have a business and you have a walk-in store, you can put sh- um, sugar under the mat at the store too. I do that at my store. Sugar and cinnamon to draw in good customers with good temperaments mm-hmm. and plenty of money to spend. Okay, mm-hmm. well, we're going to turn this over to Papa Newt. He's going to read our closing announcements, and then we're all going to come back and say goodbye, each in our own way. So, Papa Newt, take it away. Thank you, Miss Cat, and thank you, Contraman Ali, and thank you, Susan Barnes of SusanBarnesAuthor.com in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for being our guest this week. Uh, we invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Rootworkers will be Sister Jean of DesertConjure.com in Salt Lake City, Utah, bringing us the topic on hoodoo for mental health. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. And, uh, and you can find Miss Cat by the Lucky Mojo form at form.luckymojo.com and Contraband Ali of theconjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California. Uh, I'm your announcer, Papa New, joining you from papanew.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via luckymojo.com slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you so much, Papa New. Thank you, everybody, for being on the show. 
Go out and buy your Thank tickets you. for the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. Thank you. Heidi Holton's going to be there. Come on, Heidi Holton's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get her to play the guitar. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. And Susan, as always, it's a pleasure. Please come back soon. We'd love to have you. So fun having oh, you. Oh, thank all. you very much. Yeah, thank you're you. a great Bless great y'all. guest and you have great spells. All right, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.